Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, that's yes, so unfair. I may have I may have changed my mind about beef. Is is your is your book for sale about it? Yes. Let me tell you, 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 I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. So it's been a little while since I've done a Let Me Tell You episode. This used to kind of be the, the anchor podcast that every Monday morning I would do something. And really, it came to the point where it was just like I was trying to find something to talk about. Um, instead of letting this be what it originally was intended to be, an outlet of when I had something to talk about. So this kind of fell aside and just this is every once in a while, this is the occasional podcast when something pops up in culture or politics or the worldviews or whatever. And I want to talk about it and it's not directly related like a master's dog episode uh, to like the Bible or the word of God or doctrine or anything like that. This is where that falls. This is kind of my political, my Ben Shapiro, Steve Dace uh, bent as much as I can on the uh, the culture wars and stuff like that podcast. And, and there's no set time when any of these episodes come out. There's no real schedule anymore, like weekly or anything like that. This is just, this is as the warrior poet Ice Cube said, yo, Dre, I got something to say when that feeling hits that's when this podcast drops so uh keep your eyes open best bet is to go over to the evangelical norm channel on youtube and hit subscribe and hit the notification that way you will know every time one of these episodes drop as well as anything else that's over there you'll get that notification and you can jump in and check it out when it comes down so um today I, again this is kind of I think I'm, I'm a little behind the eight ball on this. You've probably heard everybody else talk about this. and But there's a couple of things, nuances about this whole situation that I want to talk about that maybe you haven't heard everyone else based upon your uh, stripe of news media. You may not have heard people talk about. And so we're going to get into the trials of Kyle Rittenhouse, Ahmaud Arbery, those two trials that went down, um, and just kind of look at how worldviews initially reacted to that, how they uh, responded to the verdicts in those, and how they're continuing the narrative now, right? Because it didn't just stop. The, re the reality is, is in both of these cases, I believe, and I, I would have to, I hate to say this, but I have to think that clear thinking, critical thinking people should look at both of these cases and say justice was done. The reality is, is not everybody is a clear thinking, critical thinking person, and they're just going to jump in with the narrative. If you spend any time on Twitter or TikTok, 
uh, haven't seen so much of it on Facebook. I think Facebook kind of buries this stuff. A um, couple of things here or there on YouTube, but mainly it's through podcasts and stuff like that. So here's, you know, just complete transparency. I don't watch your typical right-wing news outlets. I do not watch Fox News. Uh, did for a long time. Once Sean Hannity became, you know, every episode was a special episode, the Stop the Obama Train. You know, you have to listen. This is a, if there's any episode you have to listen to, it's this one. And he just became, he became a shill for Trump. And it just, it got too much, right? And so... I kind of quit listening to that. That's probably the best thing I could do for myself. But the reality is, is there's so many others on the other side who need to stop listening to MSNBC, uh, CNN, stuff like that. Honestly, I think that the podcasting is uh, really kind of the, the fair and balanced place. And again, you're going to find podcasts that are not. You're going to find podcasts that are... St- firmly entrenched in whichever side worldview you're looking at. But I've found personally that listening to uh, cross-examine with Kurt Kennedy and Stract, Abner Gonzalez, um, listening to the Steve Day show uh, with Steve and Todd and, and Aaron and, you know, the people that he brings in weekly on the Friday shows and stuff like that. Um, I find those to be very fair and balanced. Because they don't always line up with the Fox News narrative and they don't always fall in line with like the leftist thing. They're not always, you know, especially cross politics, or not cross politic, cross examine. I like cross politic too. They're a little more entrenched in the right wing. Um, but cross examine, if, if there's a podcast out there that I could recommend, I would recommend these guys. Because as far as anything, I think Kurt Kennedy and I are very similar in the way we look at things and the way we, we kind of gauge our worldview in a desire to hashtag stay balanced in these things. So, again, the reality is, is if you are going to stay balanced in your worldview and look at both of these cases, you really have to be able to go justice was served in both of these. You know, now, we're going to get into... Uh, you know, the beforehand and afterwards and stuff like that. But the reality is that with these two men, you know, the um, Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of all the charges um, that he was had brought against him because it was clearly self-defense. The men who were involved in the murder of Ahmaud Arbery were all convicted because it was clearly murder. Okay, well, Norm, how can you do that? Well, first off, if you look at the video evidence on both sides of both of these things, that I, I don't think there's any way. Now, the reality is is um, the the different sides, the different groups, the cultural culture wars will pick a side and continue on to to gaslight. The American people on both sides, on the right and the left, there is gaslighting going on from Candace Owens to uh, what's the dude's name to Lemon. I can't think of the dude's name. 
whatever his name is, gay black guy on MSNBC or CNN or whatever. Um, they're gaslighting the both sides again. But if you watch the video, and here's the deal: if you're complaining about either one of these cases and you haven't watched the video, if you haven't looked at all the evidence, then just stop. If you're complaining about either one of these verdicts on the right or the left, and you have not watched, then you're part of the problem. I'm going to just tell you right now. If you haven't watched these videos all involved in all of this, and you're complaining about either side, you're part of the problem. I'm going to just say it as directly as I possibly can. You're part of the problem. But the again... You look at all the things that, that, that went down with Kyle Rittenhouse, the three people that he shot, the two that died, the one that was injured, the, the testimony given in court, the video evidence, and so on. Here, here's the thing. I mean, and the, the prosecutor in that case kept trying to say that, you know, here he was with a gun. How could he fear for his life and blah, blah, blah. The truth, if you look at the videos, watching Kyle Rittenhouse, he was running away from these people while carrying an AR-15, a loaded AR-15, and he was running away. How much more evidence do you need that somebody is in fear for his life than the fact that he is running away from somebody while carrying a lethal weapon? That, I mean, that's, that's pretty clear-cut evidence that Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't out there on the, the vigilante tip, right? He wasn't out there doing vigilante stuff. He wasn't out there trying to be Batman. He went out there as a young kid thinking that he could help, wanted to protect somebody that he knew, their property, from being destroyed, which so many businesses were in all of these situations, you know, all of these different riots that peaceful protests that all turned into riots and looting and stuff like that. Were there people there with the intention to peacefully protest? Absolutely. Were there people there with the intention to destroy and steal and kill? Sounds like somebody scriptural we know. Absolutely. But Kyle wasn't there to do vigilante stuff. He was there to help. He provided medical help that he could to the people who needed it. And then he ran away from the guys that were chasing him while carrying a loaded weapon. Pretty good evidence of of fearing of one's life. And it wasn't until he was cornered and on the ground that bullets started to fly from his end, defending himself. And unfortunately, taking the lives of a couple of people. And I'm not going to get into the backgrounds of these people. Because that's the other thing. This is the thing that that drives me nuts. Right? Especially for those of us coming from a Christian worldview. And this is, again, this is why I like Steve Dace. For the most part. And, and, again, for the most part, as he dealt with the written house trial and stuff like that. He did not bring up the backgrounds. Probably once or twice. But he did not bring up the backgrounds of the people who were killed. While all kinds of other people did. One, 
Rittenhouse had no idea what their backgrounds were. They were they were as as neutral as anybody, except for the fact that they were chasing him down. They were as neutral in the sin category as anyone else. He had no idea that one was a pedophile or one was this or one was that or whatever. He had no clue. Their backgrounds bore out no relevance to this fact. But yet you get people like Candace Owens and you get people like other people who are like, well, this guy was this and this and this and this as if they deserve to die. They did the same thing with George Floyd. This is, this was my big beef with the situation with George Floyd. Because this was a man, we watched the video, that, okay, maybe he, he was high. Okay, I won't say maybe. He was high. He had methamphetamines, fentanyl, some other stuff in his, his blood system, right? He was high. He was trying to pass counterfeit bills. This is in somewhere in the, I, I, wanted, I can't remember the exact date, but it was towards the beginning of the COVID outbreak. People were going into lockdown, stuff like this. Here's a guy that if we look at his history, yeah, he had did some really bad stuff in the past, but then he had this stretch of time where he was involved in ministries. He was doing Bible studies for youth. He seemed to have turned his life around and then it looks like he lost his job, backslid a little bit, fell back on hard times, uh, you know, relapsed into drug use and ended up nine minutes underneath a dude's knee. And I, again, everybody, well, he had these drugs in his system. He was going to die anyway. I don't care what drugs he had in his system. I could be completely sober and you put your knee on my neck for nine minutes and I'm going to die. All there is to it. People don't survive that length of time with that, that style of brutality put against them. But then everybody, Candace Owens and stuff like that. And again, I, I, for the most part, I like Candace Owens. I like to listen to some of the stuff she does. But when she gets in, she did the same thing with Ahmaud Arbery. When they get into, well, he did this and this is his background and blah, 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 blah. Did Chauvin know that? Were those things worthy of the death penalty? Did he deserve to die that day for the things he had done in his past? I thought as Christians, we were like the second chance folks. Let them repent. We do not execute. We do not execute the penalties of the law because Christ endured the penalty and everybody has an opportunity to repent if God draws them to himself. I'm a sovereignty guy. I'm a Calvinist. God draws people to himself, his elect. But we don't know who his elect is. Right? We don't know. I can't look at somebody and go, well, this guy's elect and this guy's not. I cannot do that. Shirley Ropes felt or Shirley Roper Phelps thinks she can or Phelps Roper from Westboro Baptist cult thinks she can look at people and know who's elect and not. None of us can. We don't know who God's elect are. So right now under the covenant that we are under, we do not execute the penalties of the law. We don't kill homosexuals. We don't kill rapists of our own volition. We can advocate for laws to be passed for that. I'm, I'm down for, for rapists getting the death penalty and stuff like that. But we allow for people to repent and let the penalty for their sin be put on Christ on the cross. Was, was George Floyd's sin so horrible that he died, deserved to die that day without the opportunity to repent? And they did the same thing with Ahmaud Arbery. 
well, he was there. He was go, He was in a construction site that, uh, in a place that, and he could have been stealing. He was there taking some pictures. The, I mean, again, if we look at what these guys were doing before, oh, I hit the wrong button. Okay, so here's here's this is what happened at the time of the deaths. So Ahmad Arbery is actively engaged in defending himself. Had here, here, here's a thing. Had the gun got off and killed the other man, would we be trying Ahmad Arbery for murder, or would we be considering it self-defense? There were a lot of people at this point in time that were saying either one of them could claim self-defense, because. Granted, the first man brandished the firearm. He brought that firearm. He chased him down with a gun. There was evil intent in what that man was doing. But a lot of people said at the point that Armand Arbery grabbed that gun and they started struggling for it, that self-defense could go either way because both men were in fear for their lives. Could have been true. Armand Arbery grabbed at that gun because he initially was in fear for his life. The other man was brandishing that gun. He wasn't running from anybody. He wasn't running as if he was afraid for his life. He was actively going after trying to... He was, he was engaged in, in vigilante stuff. They decided because of what Ahmad did going into this place that they were going to get in the truck and they were going to chase him down. Another guy was going to come behind him and videotape it all. And what were they going to do? Execute a citizen's arrest or uh, who knows? But the dude pulled out a gun. And at that point, as Ahmad went around the vehicle and saw that weapon, it was either I keep going and get shot in the back or I fight to protect myself. And that's what happened. The gun went off and he was killed. And this man was was convicted of murder, rightfully so, along with the two guys who were accessories along with him, all rightfully convicted. The other situation, Kyle running away from people while carrying a loaded weapon. He wasn't chasing them down. No testimony, no video evidence, nothing shows the fact that he was out there chasing people down, trying to be a vigilante. He literally carrying a loaded gun was running away from people. One of whom was armed. Another guy was coming at him with a skateboard, which can be considered a deadly weapon. So again, here's the situation the, the do you see through the video evidence of what this was going on? What was going on? We can see in both situations, the evidence that is there, but again, the, the world is, is gaslighting. Everybody keeps talking about, no matter how many times you hear them say it, no matter how many times they're told, Kyle Rittenhouse illegally had this gun and he crossed state lines with this gun and da-da-da. The gun was in Kenosha. It wasn't his community. His father lived in Kenosha. That's where the gun was. He crossed state lines, yeah, because his mom lived 20 minutes away uh, across the state line. And he came there. The gun was already there. He came there, not with the intention, I'm loading up my gun. I'm going to go down, hunt down some looters. He said, I'm going to go protect property. I'm going to stand there. I'm not going to let anyone come on and destroy my friend's business. And I'm going to give help to whoever I can 
in the meantime, again, we, we look at what were these guys doing before it happened? Kyle is where you can see he's there. He's, you know, he's been giving medical aid to people who need it. Ahmad is just standing inside. How many people, how, if you're a male and you grew up any time in the eighties, I guarantee every single one of you, and maybe some of the girls too, I wouldn't doubt if, if Candace Owen at some point in time in her childhood was walking through a neighborhood that was under construction and walked into one of those unfinished houses and looked around and goofed around and played around. Was, was Ahmad planning to build a home and was like, wow, look at some of this architecture. And this is what, what I really think was, would be cool in my home, or this is really cool. Wow, man. I'm, I'm maybe took a picture of it, whatever. He stole nothing. He took nothing. He disturbed nothing. He went into an unfinished house under construction, looked around and left and went back out and started running again and was hunted down and killed. Kyle Rittenhouse was giving aid to people. People got mad. Someone had threatened to kill him if they found him alone. He found him alone, started chasing him. And Kyle, with a loaded gun, again, I can't get past this, this, I, this thought, is that with a loaded weapon, he was running away. And that is pretty clear indication to me that he was afraid for his life. And the, the, I don't even know the guy's name who killed Ahmaud Arbery, and I don't care. I don't ever care to know his name. I don't know the names of the people that were killed by Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't care to know their names. I know that Kyle was defending himself based on the evidence, and Ahmaud was doing nothing wrong and did not deserve to die that day and did not deserve to have three men come after him armed in a truck with a video camera and with some weird intent of, of advocating justice or ex- executing justice. You know, there we have two situations where one young man was not going out to be a vigilante and we've got these other men that were. And the one young man that did not go out there with the intent to be a vigilante ended up having to defend himself and yes, took the lives of two people and injured another. The man who was doing nothing wrong, who was hunted down by the dudes that were out to do vigilante stuff, died. And justice was done in both cases. But yet the 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 internet will not let you figure that out. We've still got people I've watched, I've seen tweet after tweet, even today, a week after the Ahmaud Arbery verdict came in two weeks after Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm still seeing tweets on Twitter today and TikToks of people on the right going, oh, you don't really think Ahmad was just out there jogging. He had these shoes on and he had khaki shorts on and he was doing this and this and this. And he wasn't just out there jogging as if whatever it was that he was doing was worthy of the death penalty. And, and gave these men cause to get in their vehicle and arm themselves and track him down. And yet there are people on the other side going, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse is a vigilante. He, what, he murdered these. He went out there with the intent to kill and da, da, da. And now it's just opening the door for everybody else who wants to engage in vigilanteism, blah, blah, blah. No, no. That, I mean, you're being gaslit on both sides. 
And the reality is, is if we are going to look at this from a stay balanced viewpoint and from a view of, of a Christian worldview, then we go, yes, Kyle had the right to defend himself against these people who were there intending to, to do him harm, even if they were just going to beat him up. Even if they were just going to beat him up. He had the right to defend himself and use deadly force because it's obvious he feared for his life. Ahmaud Arbery did nothing worthy of any kind of death penalty. And these men who decided to go after him had no right to do so. I mean, they could have sent video to the local police or whatever and said, hey, this guy, they could have contacted the owner of the house, which after it was done, the guy was like, I didn't care that he was in there. There was cameras and stuff there. I mean, this is how we got this picture. The guy knew that he had been in there. He didn't call the police. He didn't do any of this stuff. But we have to be willing to, as Christians, we have to be willing to step back and look at all of the facts. And, and again, it's, I'm not saying that you shouldn't initially, because again, with, with George Floyd, you know, it was pretty obvious at the point of watching nine minutes that this was not cool. This was not right. This was not justified in any way. And then as facts came out, Again, the, the, the worldviews split and those who are like, well, he was on drugs and he did this and he pointed a gun at a pregnant woman's belly and blah, 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 blah. And the other ones were like, let's make this man a martyr. Neither of which were right. Neither of which were right. I mean, again, was this a catalyst for something? Was this horrifying to watch? Was this absolutely wrong? Yeah. Does that mean he should have murals painted of him? everywhere around I don't think so I mean did that did that justify George Floyd worship no did that justify all the things that came from it and and you know Nancy Pelosi talking about how he laid down his life he didn't he didn't sacrifice his life for anything he was an unfortunate victim of murder and there was no cause that George Floyd was consciously saying, I'm laying my life down for this cause. And neither did his background warrant the death penalty for anything that he had done. So again, we, we step back and we look at this from the, the, the worldview of a Christian that says we have to stay balanced. We can't let the world give us because Satan is going to try to lie on both sides on both sides we have the enemy lying and trying to draw Christians away from a, a foundation of justice and righteousness and if we can maintain that because that's where God's throne is the foundation justice and righteousness is the foundation of his throne and we have to be willing to look at all things through that lens and weigh everything and then go with what is obviously the truth no matter what our emotions and how we feel it should be no matter what we feel the outcome should be we have to look at again to quote Ben Shapiro facts don't care about your feelings justice is blind 
just weighs the evidence. But the problem is there's so many of the rest of us that are willingly being blind as well and not weighing all of the evidence and just going along with the worldviews that we've either been consistently aligned with and we're not willing to part with. You know, I mean, if you're so entrenched in your worldview that you can't look at anybody on your side and go, eh, you're wrong. You're probably in a cult. Right? On, on either side. Again, we saw it with the Trump people. We see it with the Biden people. I mean, both men are, are rich, old men c- accused of assault, a sexual assault, just debauched men on both sides, carbon copies of each other. And yet we've got people willing to defend no matter what, or, or attack no matter what. Our culture in America has lost its, its willingness and its ability to stay balanced. And there's a few voices out there. I I hope that mine is one of them. I do my absolute best to make sure that my voice is one of them. There's guys like Steve Dace and Kirk Kennedy, Kara Davis, a lot of these people that I love to listen to. And it's because I can listen and I know they're not just going to be a yes man for their particular strain of politics. They're going to disagree with the Republicans and disagree with the Democrats from time to time. And that's why that's what I want, because that seems credible. Because again, if you're only willing to fall in line with the people that you have always been in line with, no matter what, if you have to ignore the evidence and stuff and twist things to agree with their worldview, then there's something wrong. And other than that, I don't have strong feelings about it. So hopefully this, this, you found this helpful, educational, entertaining, informative, pick your term. Whatever it was, I hope you found it uh, useful. Um, Otherwise, it was just me being a talking head, and that's not really my intention, but tends to be the outcome sometimes. So thank you guys for hanging out for a little bit. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.